0: Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. You're still a fucking asshole. Ho, ho, ho. Live in the historic River Market market District in downtown Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri. From the banks of the beautiful crystal blue (laughs) waters of the Missouri River. It It is Two Goosebags and Microphone Podcast.
1: Uh, The shine's
0: been off of him for about four or five years now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tom Brady is just as weird, but the press has been downplaying it because everyone makes money off of him, and mm-hmm. he's easier to market as a as an all-American poster boy kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. But now that the bloom is off Tom Brady, and he's starting to say you know <clears throat> nasty things after a loss, then I think we're going to start hearing more and more about his weirdness, and his eccentricities. I think and you're right. I think Giselle is a little too classy to... Blow the lid off herself. You know well, she's and, probably not going to say anything, yeah, but I think, think the so press too. is going to start saying, "Yeah, this this weirdo. He does this. He does that." Kind of like.
0: Here's, here's another thing going on now too: is the local press is turning on.
1: That yeah, that makes a big because deal because
0: up in uh, Boston, no, that no, would have never have Yeah, you couldn't ever
1: say a bad thing about Brady if you worked at media and, know, in New England. There's been a lot of
0: different things going on, not only his uh, ex-wife, but everything else. Just think about it. So he was wanting to leave there anyhow. He never did really want to go to Tampa, but he did, it. he felt out of necessity because they had the team and they were ready for him. Yeah. Now he wants to go over to San Francisco. It's no big secret. He's a huge Joe Montana fan it Was his idol. Yeah. He loves the area. He wants to be there and he wants to play for them because he wants to leave a legacy there for his team. Yeah. His own team. Yeah. So... Gymn Bay probably feels kind of like, well, he was okay for a couple of years, but now he's kind of overstaying his welcome. Mm -hmm. So the local press doesn't really care that much about him at all. You know, let's face it, they don't have a skin in the game if they're not part of the media company that carries their games, or if they're not going to miss an interview from them, Uh they're going to just destroy the guy. Yeah. So.
1: Man, that brings up something that I thought about the other day watching the football games. I would love to see coverage of an NFL game where the announcers aren't employed by the NFL.
0: I would love to see that, too.
1: Because when you think about it, every, everybody connected with the broadcast of the game, their allegiance goes back to the NFL, mm-hmm. either through direct employment or that's where my company gets their money from. So you won't hear the announcers on the game saying, you know, this was crooked. This was stupid. You know, The closest guy came to
0: that was uh, 2015 when the Royals won World Series. Uh-huh. We had a local, a couple of local people that did podcasts around here for a long time uh-huh. actually do the game on the internet.
1: See, that's what I think it needs to happen because because
0: nobody wanted to hear Joe Buck fucking kiss whoever's uh, big market ass it was, which uh-huh. was New York Mets. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, no one wanted to hear any of that bullshit. So what did they do? They started their own broadcast up, and he went on a certain uh, website on the internet, and they would do it themselves, and uh, it got a lot of listeners around. Yeah,
1: there. well, now the NFL does have the disclaimer that any other rebroadcast, retransmission,
0: this was description uh, this was MLB. And yeah, I don't, know, I don't know how they got away with it. But yeah,
1: because you know what? What you could do. Is have a sports bar set up a big screen TV, shut mm-hmm. the sound off, and have some guy who tells it like it is, with you know uh, a PA system a talking whole, to the
0: whole. I think that was the whole thought on Monday Night Football with mm-hmm. the, with the Peyton in like
1: Yes, but yeah. still they're they're employed by the NFL. Yes, they're going to they kiss are, and the they NFL's can't ass.
0: They say certain things yeah. and they
1: know it. But it would be illegal for someone to do what I. Described because that would count as a description of the game. Mm-hmm. So the NFL has made it illegal to say bad things about the NFL. Yes, isn't that, that amazing? Up. Yeah. <laughs> so. But you know, if, when you're hearing any kind of broadcast of any NFL game, the the people you're listening to are only interested in making you feel good about the NFL, and that's it. And that's yeah. it. That's what they're paid. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh,
0: Tom Brady went on to say this. Turnovers kill you. He really did not ever give the Bengals any credit. Not like I'm a Bengals fan. I hate them and I want us to but stop them. So, but
1: anyhow. I heard the quote where he said, uh, you can't win games giving the ball away like that. So, he's not not even crediting the Bengals with taking the ball away. He's saying, oh, well, we gave it to them.
0: Yeah, here's what he said. Turnovers kill you and they killed us today. It's not the way we need to play in order to win, and that's uh, that's certainly not how I need to play in order to win. We literally just gave them the ball.
1: Uh-huh. Brady
0: told reporters, if "That's what you're talking about. We gave them the ball." Yeah, sorry, I didn't you the, steal the, your. No, 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 no. It's story, because you led right to it.
1: See, this is how unprepared we are today. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For this part, the seven-time Super Bowl champion committed a whopping four turnovers after his team went up by three scores. He's calling himself out. Big time with the Tampa Bay now at six and eight in the season and clinging to first place in what has been a terrible NFC South this, uh, season. Yeah. Prior to the game, Brady made <clears> some <throat> noise by calling the Bengals' defense fairly tough. And uh, anyhow, they what he did was he gave a bulletin board material yeah. and used it. And Eli Eli
1: Apple, one of his comments was I think during the game was saying you know we got to get that old man dancing. Yeah. I love that one.
0: (laughs) Look, I mean, kind of like this, though. I mean, actually, they really needed that for motivation anyhow. Yeah. So they used it. i got to give them
1: credit. I, I can see Tom Brady definitely not wanting to end his career on this season because he has to win every single remaining game or he'll finish the losing season. Um, And that's... His ego won't let him end his career that way. So I could see him going to San Francisco and if he has a good year and makes the playoffs, that might be enough for him, but... I think well, seriously, if he doesn't win the Super Bowl and retire at that, then it's going to take a career ending injury to force his ass out. He
0: doesn't think he needs to retire, and he still thinks that he can win on a high level, mm. and he wants to go to San Francisco.
1: Yeah.
0: And they all know this, and that's another reason that uh, Tampa Bay is kind of turning on him.
1: He, he's like the boxer that keeps getting up after being knocked down.
0: Yeah, um, let me think of. It. There's good examples.
1: It doesn't mean that, you know, oh, he's, he's determined he's going to win. It just means end. he's a glutton for punishment. Holmes, <laughs> towards
0: the end of his career. Yeah. Very underrated fighter, very underrated champion, mm-hmm. underrated champion for years. Yeah. They said that he had a, a punch that was the equivalent to a mule kick in the face. Mm. So, uh, anyhow, he's very underrated. He held the title for quite a while. Yeah, a Very tough guy, but towards the end of his career...
1: He was just getting fucking bumbled, and he didn't have enough... Uh, uh, Is that your foot? Yeah, no I didn't know what that was. Sorry, I'm playing with your foot. No, um, no I, my uh, my other grandfather, the one that wasn't murdered, um, he was a boxer in his youth, and he used to tell me a lot about the you know early days of boxing, because um, he would have been boxing in like 20s, mm-hmm. 30s. Um, I don't think he was part of this, but he said in the early days of boxing... They didn't have timed rounds. The round didn't end until someone was knocked down. Oh wow. And then they would end the round and you go back to your corner, and then if you couldn't answer the bell for the next round, that's where that phrase comes from. Answering the bell. If you couldn't get back up out of your corner and answer the bell for the next round, then that was considered that was a knock out. Yeah. But I, they said fights go for over a wish... hundred rounds. Which meant somebody was getting knocked down between the two of them. hundred oh, times. Those are some tough-ass boxers. <laughs> and that was when they had the different gloves, too. Weren't yeah, so, uh, they were just basically slightly padded bare fists. <laughs> mm. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than Listen to two douchebags and microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. You're the reason
0: tubes of toothpaste have instructions on them. The,
1: the boxing story I remember most was uh, my, my grandfather was boxing some guy and was beating him handling. Um, so the guy resorted to lowering his head and butting my grandfather in the nose with the top of his head, just mashed his nose flat, blood streaming everywhere. Well, let's say
0: Mike Tyson, a lot of his success was he headbutt people.
1: Yeah. He got away with it. He
0: yeah. knew how to kind of make it look inadvertently.
1: You know, this pissed my grandfather off that he was chasing the guy around the ring. I mean, he's literally, literally running after him. The guy was running away from him, <laughs> and the referee had to stop the fight you because my, kill- my grandfather was going to start trying to kill him instead of just boxing. You broke my nose on purpose, <laughs> Oh, speaking of beers, you know how Mike Tyson has his own weed company. He's got a weed grow, yes. He is marketing an edible in the shape of an ear.
0: Oh my god, <laughs> isn't that isn't genius? Evander Holyfield ear
1: biting incident. It's an act. It's it's going to be a weed gummy in the shape of Evander Holyfield's ear.
0: I'll never forget the footage of that.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'd buy uh. that. And not, yeah, and just keep it. Uh, that would just be so awesome to yeah. <laughs> You know, Evander Full Holyfield
0: he had to have plastic surgery on his ear. Yeah. He
1: yeah. fucking
0: bit it and chewed on it so hard.
1: I think, and that was the second time he bit it during that yes. fight. Yes. Yeah. The first time he bit it, the ref, I guess, just let it go. But the second time he yeah, took a big time ass time he chunk out of the
0: fuck
1: out of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How do
0: you like to be Holyfield? Like, that motherfucker bit a hole. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's one thing to sit there and punch each other to senselessness, but he he mutilated his body. It's like, damn it, that wasn't in the contract. Yeah. But, you know, the, the promo photo showed Mike Tyson, Andy Vander Holyfield posing for the camera and Tyson had his teeth on Holyfield's ear and there and Holyfield had a big grin on his face. <laughs> so, I only Holyfield has a... <laughs> Holyfield's right? got a sense oh, of humor about awesome. it now. So.
0: He does now. <laughs> oh, yeah. At the time, he wasn't real happy and you can blame him, but he does <laughs> now. Now, he's kind
1: of like, a, yeah, yeah, that sucked. Wow. <laughs> well, I had a, a thought about... Uh, um, Internet access in rural areas, uh-huh. and that's been a long-standing problem. Is you, you get out of town and there just isn't any internet.
0: Oh God, yeah, and they have that damn Hughes Internet service, yeah, and it's horrible. It's slow, and you can't get it very well. Yeah,
1: and, and there's I'm starting to hear some stories about how that is intentional sabotage by government legislation to keep it crappy. Um,
0: there's got to be an end game, so go ahead. There, well, right.
1: yeah, there's also technology to deliver high-speed internet through just your regular electric power lines. Mm-hmm. That technology's been around for a long time. They've been so, doing it in the
0: city for a long time.
1: So there's there's no infrastructure involved, you know, somebody could be living 30 miles out into the wilderness power, if be you've be got like a power, power line running, that you should be able to get high speed, but that again has been has been suppressed etc. Uh-huh. Of course. So, who benefits from having rural America not keep up on current events?
0: Um, Probably the cable company the cable, not cable but the internet companies that get to charge outrageous prices and government probably gets a big cut of that.
1: Well, think about culturally. Um, If you can keep a large segment of rural America out of touch Mm -hmm. and uninformed or under-informed.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: I think that benefits the Republicans. Because the rural base generally votes conservative. Yeah, you're
0: right. Like, Let's say middle-southern Missouri. Mm -hmm. Yeah, or
1: Kansas. So think of a house in Kansas City that has, you know, super-fast internet because it's Uh cheap and available. And they're exposed to all sorts of current popular media, uh, things like uh, entertainment, um, gender neutrality, uh, nobody caring about sexual preference, uh, more acceptance of, you know, people who don't look like you or act like you, blah, blah, yeah, sure. Now switch to uh, a little 250, population 250 town in the middle of, I don't know, Wyoming they don't get any of that information and never been exposed to it. All they hear is their friends and neighbors and buddies saying how them gays is bad and, you know, those damn kids need to pick a gender and, you know, that kind of stuff. They don't get the influx of acceptance and neutrality and, and all that that most of the country, if not the world, feels. So if you can keep those people isolated from popular culture, then they are ripe for whatever information you can go feed them.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah, and I think overall, ignorant, uninformed people more suit the Republican base. Um,
0: I would because agree they can play, play on, on their fears...
1: You know, they're, you know, God-fearing Americans and, you know, red, white, and blue, one man, one woman, very, that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that seems to be Republican viewpoint more than the Democratic viewpoint. The Democratic yeah, viewpoint they, is they, more everyone's welcome. Back,
0: but yeah, but they come back with, uh, um, with like, over-the-top stuff, like, you know, um, these people are going to take away your right for everything. Else. It's a good take thing. Yeah. And... Uh, I think that both sides use it, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I can't really just say I see what I you're don't think it's a
1: now. huge majority, but I think that it benefits the Republicans a little more than the Democrats to have, yeah, I think it helps keep the base where they're at, yeah, yeah.
0: But I also don't think that these people out there in mid Missouri are going to change their stance anytime soon, either. No, that's why it's why
1: they're more, there. It's, they're, it's more aimed at the kids, yeah, they're you yes, know,
0: that's the, why they're
1: there, the mom and dad. Have their set values and they're voting this way, nothing's going to change their mind. But their family of five are going to vote very much differently. Yes. So if you can keep their young kids from learning or seeing
0: more tolerant well, I agree attitudes.
1: With it, but, um, yeah, okay. So, it, you know, it's the more under informed you keep the populace, the more you can sway them water. with water information. You yeah. don't do feed and, to and, and Now, I agree
0: with that, but I'm not even going to go into all the yeah. other examples about how the yeah. Democrats do that, too.
1: But, yeah, but I think them, all been, politicians yes, all fear those. a well-informed voter. Yes. Every politician and fears as as the well-informed that is, voter. As
0: much as you have media companies that are in the uh, uh, liberal point of view, too.
1: That's why, that's why exactly. media companies yes. were being bought off by either side, because yeah. they want a slanted and favorable view put out because the absolute truth doesn't do anybody any good as far as getting elected
0: absolute truth screws
1: both up yeah all it does is damage everybody so that's the last thing they want (laughs) we were talking about that earlier uh, when we were mentioning uh, deer strikes out at the airport.
0: Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and here we have the, the KCI or MCI is the letters they MCI use. MCI is the co-
0: Midcontinent Mid
1: continent international, world. I think. But yeah. KCI is what we call it, oh, Kansas City International. Right. The um there are a lot more airplane and deer strikes out there on the runways than you hear about. Oh,
0: there's tons
1: uh, of them. Uh a friend of my brother's I mean
0: it's worked out at the, in the middle of nowhere because you yeah. one want to ride... And there's woods everywhere the and
1: there's yeah, there's tons of odd A friend of my brother's uh was uh, uh, at the fire station out at the airport uh-huh. during his career. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of where my source of information is leaking from. It's like, yeah, there's there's dead deer being hit by uh. planes all the time out there, but the news does not cover it intentionally because, guess what? The airlines advertise on that uh. news station.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: And they don't want you feeling insecure or unsafe about getting on an airplane and possibly hitting a deer because you hit a deer on your, in your car and you're screwed. Uh, it's not so bad with an airplane but it can damage the landing gear to the point where it makes the landing unsafe Mm -hmm. so your local news has been paid by the advertisers the airlines to not tell you that fact not cover that part of the news because it doesn't do them any good Mm -hmm. (laughs) so see perfect example of keep you uninformed of things that lose money for people
0: yeah
1: uh, that's that's and that's part of living in a capitalist society which we do we live in a capitalist country where money is king. yeah so if someone may if it makes someone money they're going to do it exactly. if it takes money from you they're going to try to do it mm-hmm. and if it's illegal they're going to change the laws to make it legal. that's right that's how this country works mm-hmm. you know there are tons of things that are perfectly legal now but were illegal a hundred years ago, but they figured out, "Oh, I can make a boatload of money on this. Let's change the law." It didn't become suddenly a better thing to do; it just became a very profitable thing. Yep. That's 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 the life we have. That's the world we.
0: Have. No, it, it's true. We're there true. isn't anywhere else
1: to go and live no. other than this planet. Yep.
0: There's uh, a list. Of uh, of, uh, the best inventions here in the last year, year and a half.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And it's pretty cool. There's some of them uh, have uh, like maybe the top four or five written down. Yeah. And this is according to Popular Science. Oh, yeah, I remember
1: Popular Science. Yeah, they're
0: still around, but online. Cool. Well, I don't know. They may do a physical magazine
1: for all I know. Hardly anyone does. I don't see much reason to.
0: Yeah. Uh, One of the top ones is the Blackbird 4K. It is a tiny drone with a 4K camera that lets you take breathtaking photos and videos. It's foldable and lightweight and easy to carry.
1: Oh, I would love to have a drone like that.
0: Yeah, it's cool. The drone has several settings that allow it to follow you, focus on you, or even fly around you. Oh, wow. This can happen still or when you're moving around. Manual settings are okay as well, so you could, like, Let's say you uh, want to screw with a neighbor, right? Mm -hmm. You can have it go over there while they're in their backyard sunbathing and, like, I don't know, like dive them or something. (laughs) You do that through the manual setting, or it's like, look, facial recognition on it. You can go, follow me everywhere, Mm -hmm. take pictures. Let's say you're doing a TikTok thing or something. You're walking Mm -hmm. down the road doing a TikTok. So there's drones snapping photos of you or video of you while you're walking down the road. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Or you can... Yeah I have seen I think I've seen some examples of that uh, a person riding a bicycle
0: mm-hmm.
1: on a downhill very fast downhill trail and the drone follows him and at first I thought somebody was flying the drone to keep mm-hmm. up with him but no nah, it was this was computer controlled this control was the drone controlling itself
0: Wow that was
1: that was a, that was a really neat video um, some of those downhill bicycle riders, I mean, it just is just breathtaking the stunts they can do, the, the little narrow ledges they go. <laughs> yeah, I want to get one of yeah. these because that's fucking cool. You know, I I looked into a little bit of that because I I'd like to have a drone too. Um, apparently, even if you own your own home and land, you don't necessarily own the air above it. I thought that your ownership extended vertically
0: so I thought too to yeah. the edge of you
1: know the atmosphere but it actually doesn't after a certain height Wow it's now either public space or like belongs to an airline or something but yeah you get up high enough with your drone and it's no longer your house your domain your terrain just because it's hovering over your yard. That's insane. Isn't it? And yeah. then the opposite is true: is you don't own your land from the surface all the way down to center of the earth. You only own it down a few feet, Yeah. and then below that, someone can buy, come in and buy the mineral rights and mine it right out from underneath you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck
1: yeah, you don't own that land under the sod no. for very far, maybe you a few buy the feet. Mineral rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's another example of you don't own what you think you own. That's crazy. And even at that fact, any any land, any property in this country owned by anyone, no matter what, the government can step in and take it from you with no compensation if they deem it to be in the best exactly. the emergency interest of the country. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. You know, you can zoom you really later if you're still around. Taxes, yeah. Because
0: if you quit paying your taxes, someone else can get it out from under you where they mm-hmm. don't make
1: it taking. Yeah, you're so renting that land and yeah, you taxes never really are the own rent.
0: Anything. I mean, you can't really yeah. say free and clear I'll always have
1: this because you never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and there is legislation that keeps coming up to uh, uh, make it uh, un- make it unable to pass your company down to your children or your fortune down to your children if it's worth a certain amount or over.
0: Wow!
1: So, like, say you've got a business worth twenty-five million dollars, you can't pass it on to your children. You have to liquidate.
0: You have to sell it and then yeah,
1: like, bundle and, it to
0: them and else. then
1: there'll be a big, you know, big tax on it, and then what's left over goes to your so children. And the I'm idea is to kill generational wealth, mm-hmm. so you don't have kids being born rich and becoming useless, like the Kardashians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good. Example it's like making right each generation earn what they get and mm-hmm. work for what they get, because you know. Think of all the children of millionaires and billionaires who were sitting on their asses doing nothing. Oh yeah, and,
0: and they just and they end up yeah. losing the money anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess they're not really hurting us, but they could be helping in a lot of ways, and they aren't. Yeah. They're just well, it
0: depends on what the
1: government does
0: with it. I want yeah. to see what they do with it, actually.
1: True. Because
0: if yeah. not, then they don't deserve it either. Yeah. I mean, they don't deserve it anyhow. Yeah.
1: Right? yeah. Even though the government is us. Yeah, I think well, us collectively as yeah. American c- Citizens, it's our money and our government to run there, but...
0: You'd never guess that by, the way, by yeah. the way
1: it's been portrayed. In the but, yeah, way yeah. that we're required to bow and scrape and move out of the way when a senator comes by yeah, or a president yeah. comes by. Yeah, that's and bullshit. Saying, he's my employee or she's my Actually, employee. should
0: get out of our way because he's a servant. Yeah. But,
1: anyhow. Oh, did you hear that they made a movie of uh, that one... Uh, Politician AOC.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, and oh, it failed. It flopped yeah. hard. It was about it, the environment. I think. It made about 10k.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, for 120 screens, well, and one, they she didn't quietly pulled it. About yeah.
0: Before. She didn't know what she was talking about, and it was very poorly done. And people started to watch and said, "I'm not watching. This is garbage." Yeah. So yeah, it felt like <laughs> her whole political career in my
1: Yes. Uh, she runs her political career like it's one publicity stunt after another.
0: That's all she does because that's yeah. all she has going for her
1: looks, yeah. and
0: that's about it, really. Yeah.
1: There's yeah. so much more that she could be accomplishing, but she's, she she's settled, yeah. and the people who support her have settled. Yeah,
0: eh, that's right.
1: Their choice, I guess.
0: So the next one is the Safe Pan 360. This camera is installed in seconds, rotates 360, records in an HP and doesn't require wires or batteries or monthly cloud fees.
1: So you don't have to pay a monthly
0: fee to store it. It will store anything or anything. It has, uh, it has advanced motion, motion tracking on it. It follows anyone or anything it sees for 360 degrees. Connects to your Wi-Fi and access it 24/7 through your phone, tablet, or PC.
1: Wow.
0: That's a pretty good thing. That's going to make Ring obsolete almost.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because Ring charges you. They say, well, you only have to pay extra a month if you want to save your videos. Yeah, but how are you going
0: to access it if anything happens? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Give see, when money. it says save your videos, you think, oh, like save them to a hard drive and then upload them to, no. so, no, you it means, know that you need the
0: video.
1: yeah, if you're not there looking at it at that moment, then it's past history and you don't get to see it. Yeah. So unless you're actually staring at it when something happens, the ring doorbell doesn't do a whole There's lot of forkless, good. Yeah. So you got so you know, to pay the monthly rent. Yeah, the monthly rent, the, yeah.
0: The, the rent, yeah. <laughs> and they get you good there. This uh, 360 would eliminate all
1: that. Yeah. So yeah. I would not
0: buy, uh, so the whole moral of that is don't buy stock in ring. In ring, yeah. <laughs> in our opinion, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Like, Stealth Raptor Airplane. This jet fighter stunt um, remote control airplane can glide, glide, hover, and perform up to it. Eight cool aerial stunts at your command. All. It looks just like a jet fighter. It is so cool looking. Oh, look it up when nice. get a jet. It looks like a stealth raptor airplane, air mm. fighter. Very cool. This thing is very cool. It looks like a jet fighter, lightning fast, and can maneuver around table legs, chairs, and light fixtures.
1: Whoa! Yeah. It must be small. This is some of the
0: stuff that we we're talking about.
1: Yeah. Because I've, uh, I've seen one thing before that it's. It's like you know those speed boats, those, those specially designed boats that like twin hole and they're super super fast. Uh-huh. There's one that's like that, uh, radio controlled, and it can skim across the water super fast, and it can take off and yes, fly like it, an airplane. It's
0: close, but you got to see this. Look it up online if you get yeah. a chance. This thing is insane what it can do. Mm. I mean, it's like the coolest horse you've ever seen, only much bigger and cooler. Wow. I mean, it will maneuver around anything. The only question I got is, is how good do you have to be at maneuvering
1: it? I was going to say, I mean, my reflexes are not good enough exactly. to do that. Exactly. I think so... I'd kill
0: it, like, in the first day. and just, like, smash.
1: I would hope it would have, like, A slower motion speed or, or, or
0: something. Like...
1: Or proximity sensors so it can steer itself clear if i try to fly it into a wall
0: (laughs) in the article later on like three pages later it might have went into it because you know the popular science you know they like go in all the technical stuff i had to proofread this and make it as short as possible yeah without like not not like not describing it to where someone could like Listen to this podcast and get a feel and idea of it. So yeah. it probably does tell it. If you look up the article, it probably does tell exactly who these people.
1: I don't, I don't want to alarm anybody, but we're being invaded by white pickup trucks.
0: Yes, and also they're going both ways. Or it's look, see those arrows. Uh huh. People are. I know that we come here, but we turn right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but people, it's not designed for this corner for two cars to go around.
1: No, no. That's why you never park in the corner spot. You see that guy parked illegally oh, no, in the never, cross hatch there?
0: Yeah, and he got, I think he already got a ticket. <laughs> so, anyhow, the last one on my list is the Muama mm-hmm. Annunce. And you can probably guess what this is about.
1: I'm drawing a blank, oh, okay. actually.
0: This device turns you into a native speaker of 36 languages in seconds
1: Annunce. Oh, okay.
0: You weren't thinking long.
1: Like enunciate? I, I, yeah,
0: enunciate.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: This genius device turns uh, you into a fluent speaker of 36 languages in seconds. Just click the button, start talking, and it will immediately translate words into the language of your choice. So you can go anywhere of the 36 languages, yeah. uh, and it will tell you exactly what you need to say or what you need to hear.
1: I want, That's got to be cloud-based. Because a handheld device generally does not have the computing power it, it to do is, that. No, no, no. It is cloud-based. So, yeah, it's sending your speech somewhere. Yeah. It's translating. It's sending it back. And yes. then your device is speaking.
0: No, so was, there could be a, there there could a be a gap code. there. If you're, I, I didn't include it yeah. because I didn't know how far we're going to get into it. Like yeah. I said, I'm broad-stroking the yeah.
1: whole yeah. You know, thing. This is me finding the, the fly in the ointment everywhere I can. No, it is so.
0: cloud-based. <laughs> it's cloud-based. But, I mean, you know, I mean, it's you just got to know when you're going it. You know, yeah. you're going overseas and you really need
1: this thing... So you, like, you, you hold it to your mouth and, and have it translate from English to Japan, and then when the person responds, you have it translate from Japanese into English, so it yes. tells you what they're saying. So, and it's yeah. handheld.
0: It's very small.
1: And a number of languages, you can't translate word by word and have it mean anything. No, it, so it, it also takes in the whole phrase too, and sentence sometimes, because yeah. well, other I mean, languages... Grammar is so different.
0: Basically, what it does is it takes the text of what you want to say mm-hmm. and put it into what you're trying to say.
1: Yeah. And okay, yeah. So. It goes speech to text, and then sends the well, text, and it comes back with text. get into it because of the
0: way you described yeah. it described
1: it. But it's more to fun to try to sit here and figure it out, yeah, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> All I got is this right
0: here. Just look them up.
1: Yeah. Just look them up, and you'll see. It's like the Star Trek Universal Translator come to life.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah. Some of these ideas are like what we were talking about, that mm-hmm. we wanted to come to fruition, like the flying yeah. car and all uh, that. Yeah.
1: Did you know that uh, sliding, of automatically opening sliding doors weren't a thing until Star Trek invented them in the original series?
0: I can believe it. And then
1: people said, hey, we ought to get something that actually does that. So I, they, people actually seriously started working they on it no after they saw Star Trek. Yeah. there was a
0: market for it, so yeah. Star Trek brought it up. And, and it made,
1: made it, it look so fucking cool. And was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. And wow. let's see, who was it? Arthur C. Wow. Clarke. He was a science fiction writer. He wrote 2001 A Space Odyssey. That was kind of one of his most famous works. But in an earlier work, he came up with the idea of communication satellites just as a plot device in the story. There weren't any such thing. Nobody had thought of them. Somebody else saw his story and said, wow, that's a great idea. I'm going to go invent this. And, and they did. So he missed out on the patent for communication satellites. <laughs> I'm going to take the result that repeatedly. Because <laughs> it's so simple. You just launch something that stays in, in synchronous orbit and can receive and transmit signals. Wow! There you go. Super yeah. simple. <laughs> you just needed rocket technology to catch up.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, in a lot of cases, people knew these things that needed to be done. Yeah. Corporations were already there and already had it. Yeah. You know, like, it was right along with what they were doing
1: Yeah. It, so. You know, there are a number of places that have tried to work on anti-gravity, mm-hmm. but the more physicists look into it, the more they realize gravity is actually probably about the most important force in the universe.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, gravity directly affects time. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. Um, I, I kinda I, I figured it's out a bizarre, way but I, can believe it. I figured out a way to get a handle on it. Uh, the way what we think of as time. Like, you know, we look at the clock and then a few hours pass and it's later and you know, it's today and yesterday's gone and tomorrow isn't here yet. You know, that's how we look at time. Yeah. But that's not really what time is when scientists are talking about it.
0: Yeah, because, because uh, they have to view it differently because of the nature of what they're doing.
1: Yeah, and uh, an argument can be made that the way we view time is just the way we view it. That's not what time is. That's just the way, that's the only way we can understand it. There's a whole lot more to it than that, but the way we view time is... The only part of it we can understand. Exactly. So when they talk about time
0: well, uh, and gravity. Let me, get this, let me get this for you here.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sure. All
0: right. What um, um, Einstein, I believe, mm-hmm. how you could go back in time mm-hmm. was to reverse counterclockwise the Earth mm-hmm. faster than the speed of
1: light. Yeah.
0: Or was it sound? No
1: light. Light, yeah. Yeah, light. Yeah, because gravity, you, about the most quickly circu- uh, orbiting things in the universe are black holes. Mm-hmm. And like neutrons. Now, neutron I mean, I stuff get
0: that theory is what I'm saying.
1: Um, well, you can see that... Not
0: by looking at your watch when it's 1pm.
1: No, but you can, you can measure the effect that gravity has on time. Exactly. Um, yes.
0: You're getting right. You're getting exactly
1: what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, a great example is your GPS. Uh, we all have GPS systems, and they're accurate within you know, a foot or more or less, I should say. Mm-hmm. When GPS was first deployed, it was always way off. Yes. And they couldn't figure out why.
0: Okay, you're getting along. Uh, Go, ahead.
1: Go ahead. And there. it took. Uh, a, uh, physicists to tell them that gravity is different in orbit, plus its speed is different from us on Earth, and both of those affect the rate that time passes. Mm-hmm. So they had to correct for that.
0: So therefore, time can be manipulated.
1: Time but passes at different rates for everybody, everywhere. Yeah. So Isn't that weird? Yeah. So and you know it's so real should... because that's what it took to fix GPS they put that in and GPS works because yes. so that's how you know it really is real mm-hmm. they've also discovered that you put a clock you synchronize two clocks uh-huh. you put one at the base of the Empire State Building and put one at the very top of the Empire State Building they run at different rates you can measure it
0: mm-hmm.
1: it can and there is what is it the the holiday of Ramadan
0: uh-huh.
1: over in uh, you know Dubai has all those giant, enormous, tall structures. Oh,
0: God, yeah.
1: Yep. Uh, the Muslim, I don't know, church, religion, or whatever, they realize the, the reality of uh, gravity and time. So Ramadan ends at a different time on the, on the street level than it does if you live in the top floors of one of those buildings. That's crazy. Man. Ramadan ends at a different time because time is passing differently.
0: Isn't
1: that crazy? That is crazy. Uh, and, you know, we can even, you know, when you say, oh, time is really flying because I'm having fun or, oh, time is dragging because I am miserable, that's not just an expression that is real it's real it really is real we are experiencing time at a different rate and we do all of our lives it's it's so when we think of time we think of you know one thing but the scientists say nah, no it's totally different and you can't have time without gravity yeah and it, it's starting to seem like gravity is pretty much the basis for a lot of stuff you know, it's, it's like one of the big foundational things things are built on and it's actually I think the weakest force in the universe but it's the only one that compounds the more matter you have the gravity adds together whereas the various other nuclear forces or whatever they don't add up they're all individual Yep. just like you know I'm 61 years old, and you're, what, 28?
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) You know, when we get together, I'm still 61 years old. We don't add our ages together. Yeah. But if we were gravity, we would add our ages together, and Mm -hmm. we would suddenly be close to 100 years old or more. Yeah, so if
0: you look at it just on that right there, how Mm -hmm. time can be manipulated, maybe you can understand where Einstein was coming from about actually going back in time.
1: Because the faster something spins, the more it warps gravity and time. Exactly.
0: So if you take it the opposite way, Uh at a fast enough rate, you will actually arrive where you were before.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've always found that very fascinating so much, too, especially when the Internet came out. Yeah. You actually look that
1: up. And if you're going back to the actual time before, then it could be happening all the time and we don't know it because we're reliving those moments so we don't remember the ones we didn't live.
0: Yeah, we could be trapped there forever for all we know. Yeah. yeah.
1: So who knows?
0: Another thing is is all we know is what we know here. Yeah. Mm So, I mean, whatever sense that makes, if you think
1: about it. Yeah. Well, here's here's the way I handle it is... uh, Uh, Pretty much everybody uh, believes in a supreme being, Mm -hmm. God, higher power, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is, your
0: version of it, yeah.
1: And it's pretty common in most religions that we as mortals cannot understand the mind of God. It's beyond our range, beyond our comprehension, etc., uh, I'm saying that it's not just the mind of God that's beyond comprehension. There's a whole lot else that's beyond our comprehension, but oh, we're doing I the best guess. we well, can.
0: How do we know there's not other dimensions right here, right now?
1: There are a lot of a lot of uh, theories in physics that them? talk about multidimensional space, and well, the dimensions do not interact with each other except in certain ways, at certain times, on certain scales. And, things, yeah, we're oblivious.
0: One of the things right now that uh, uh, that I can go into a little bit here is this right here. Mm-hmm. You ever been to, even here in Kansas City, or let's say you go to St. Louis or something? Well, let's let's use Kansas City because we're here all the time. Yeah. Drive by the same place a hundred times. Yeah. And you don't notice a building right there. A huge building. Yeah. Done that, right?
1: Yeah. Then all of a sudden, where the hell did that building come from? Yeah. It's not new.
0: It's obviously been there forever. So why is it there and I've never seen it before?
1: Yeah. Because
0: we couldn't imagine it for whatever reason. Our mind said, oh, it's not there until actually we were kind of forced to look right at it somehow.
1: And part of it is you never perceived it before. And also, part of it is exactly. you looked at it before, made the memory, and then lost it. Exactly, the yes. memory completely disappeared from your brain. Both
0: of two extremely valid reasons. But Both of them happened <laughs> when the Native Americans were um, basically, well, you know, attacked mm-hmm. by uh, the. Uh,
1: you know, Our constant pursuit for a real knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. Don't be ashamed
0: of who you are, that's your parents' job. Okay. Why did they not respond?
1: They couldn't imagine... That's right. There was a very passive attitude.
0: Yeah, they are just kind of like, like it wasn't there. Now, if they're correct on this, I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know how they exactly know. But the, the theory is, is they could not imagine... Something coming from the sea, another people,
1: you know? another. That's right. I had heard something like that is they just couldn't comprehend that there were millions of people over there out of sight beyond the ocean that were um, coming to hurt them.
0: All they know is what they know.
1: Yeah. And it's so far outside their experience that they don't know how to interpret it yet. Exactly. It's just like... I don't get this
0: well they didn't exist Mm -hmm. they couldn't exist because they didn't know that
1: yeah so there are examples of people being dropped into uh, another culture and not knowing the language at all mm -hmm. and over time they just learn the language and suddenly and they become fluent in it no one has ever taught them they just have been observing and listening to it same thing uh huh so it it, when when it becomes something important to your brain
0: when I lived in Greece when I was younger yes mm-hmm. like, I learned the language I've since forgotten most of it but I still have key words that like still ring it up every now and then I'll yeah. hear someone saying you know like if my mom's on the phone to some direct relatives and they're mm-hmm. speaking in Greek all of a sudden I'll be like oh yeah yeah they're talking about the lawn or something Yeah. but no when I was over there I was getting very good at it and I had no idea I was until one day I just had a moment of clarity I'm answering these people Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I never learned how to speak their language. And, it, and it's a weird feeling because you don't exactly know that you learned it or how you learned it, but at the same time you did, but you didn't. Yes. Yeah. Does that make sense? You did, but you didn't.
1: There, there were a lot of examples. I can only of, respond. Uh, I
0: couldn't really come up with a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, well you're very fluent in listening but not so fluent in speaking.
0: Exactly. It's a very
1: different process. If we were
0: there longer, I think yeah. I probably would have been more fluent yeah. in speaking. Yeah. But it was very odd, because I could come up with answers a lot, but if I walked yeah. up to someone I couldn't yeah. just go, "Hey, um, that one guy, that tall guy, is he a relative or not? Who yeah. is he? Where does he live? Does he live over there?" You know.
1: Yeah, I kind do that kind of easy conversation
0: would but be They come up and go, "Hey, is your mom, where's your mom at?" I could answer that. and go, "Well, uh, last I knew she was in the house, she sets up about going to the store. Yeah.
1: Okay. I can do that. There were there was a lot of, uh, a long time, uh, relatively long period in American uh, frontier history when uh, the white settlers were moving west into uh, Native American lands. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a number of Native American tribes who uh, captured the young of either rival tribes or the white settlers, they use them as slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference between uh, in their version of a slave was they would treat you as a possession, an animal, but you could earn your way back to human being status and be free. Yeah. Whereas you know the more traditional version, yeah. You
0: smell well
1: I do. Okay. Somebody's making meatloaf. No, they are. I mean, it's, beef undeni- beef
0: beef. it's undeniably meatloaf, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Huh. I um, what the store sells that
0: around it.
1: Oh, well. Uh, yeah, but uh, so, you know, occasionally these Native American tribes, they'd raid a white settlement, and take some of the kids or, or young men or whatever, and keep them as slaves. And there are a number of incidents reported where these, um, these white captives. Uh, you know, the, the Native Americans weren't going to be bothered trying to teach them their language.
0: Yeah. You know, you know it's
1: like, like, you know, learn or don't, I don't care. Yeah. Um, But for the most of them, if they were young enough, they uh-huh. would learn the language and become fluent, and it would just be kind of a gradual and all of a sudden process. They realize, oh, I can understand what they're saying.
0: That's true, because as yeah. as a, that was my experiences. Mm-hmm. But, like, uh, the forms of actually, and then... Writing it down and all that is completely
1: different. But yeah, a lot of, actually, one of the Americans didn't have written languages per se. I guess the se. best
0: way to start it is, is like, "Hi, how you doing?" is fine, but an actual question that took some thought would be really hard to do. Yeah, yeah.
1: because you just try to come out with keywords. like there you know, yet, you know? Like, you know, bathroom where. Because you didn't know how to say, I really need to use a bathroom. It's almost, Where, like it? yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's almost like muscle memory. Yeah, it's almost like muscle memory. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to think. Okay, I'm move my jaw this way and form these exactly. syllables. I just speak. You yes. Know, I think it and it comes out yeah, that's cool how our brains adapt to that. Yeah, so it's <laughs> along
0: those lines, but very interesting.
1: One last thing, while I mentioned slaves, that was on another of my unpleasant facts, is there are more people working in slavery now than at any time in human history. I believe it. Yeah, Now, before people start... You know, rejecting that out of hand. It's, you know, keep in mind, it's because there are more people on the earth now than in any time in human history. Slavery is not as institutionalized.
0: No, it's it's not definitely so not prominent. legal. No, no, no,
1: <laughs> but just the fact that there are so many of us on this planet, the sheer number of people in slavery is larger than it ever has been in any time in human history. Yeah. Why don't we hear about it on, on uh, news, it social to media? To tell you. Yeah. You, who can make money off it? Yeah. People doing it are making money, but who can make money off of stopping it? Yeah. That makes it very difficult.
0: Yeah. yeah Is that the same guy that does it last year? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He kept lingering around just saying he wants to be on the podcast. Yeah, he does. <laughs>
0: Soon. Sounds like someone getting a uh, vacuum up their
1: ass. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh. anyhow. Well, unfortunately, we're having kind of a a COVID and other type of flu resurgence.
0: May your five-year-old neighbor have all their violin lessons during all of your hangovers.
1: Swimming in toxic masculinity and wiping their ass with politically correct wash rags. Two douchebags and a microphone invade your ear holes in three, two... One, Right now, so yep. face masks are starting to get a little more popular again, and uh, something other people do, uh, they wear the...
0: Stomach flu, people shit themselves, oh, yeah. stuff like
1: that. <laughs> yeah. Or throw up in public.
0: Yeah, or, or, uh, <laughs> I hear stories about that quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, and then, uh, you know, people wear the disposable latex or nitrile gloves, and things. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've even seen uh, the the attitude people have towards the gloves is strange. And I've even seen this among healthcare workers, and you know, on TV in healthcare shows. Of course, TV has nothing to do with reality. But uh, it seems like when people put the glove on, they think it's a magic device that prevents anything bad from coming near them. Well,
0: they touch their face with the gloves. Is what drives me nuts.
1: Yeah, yeah. They'll they'll put these gloves on because. Whatever they're about to touch, they don't want to get on their skin. So they've got their hands in there, some infected patient, or they're digging around in a trash can or something. And then what do they do next? They grab their cell phone with the gloves on, stick it up to their face. Oh. or they'll rub their eye, or they'll go touch the patient on the cheek. It's like, you've still got those nasty, infected yeah, gloves on. Enough. The gloves are protecting your skin underneath, but those gloves are filthy as fuck. Quit touching things with them. Actually,
0: there's something said that they're filthier than your hands. Yeah. Because of the, the material will allow it to hold bacteria yeah. a lot longer than...
1: Yeah. Longer I, I remember seeing this. No, my, my wife saw this when her mom was in the hospital. The nurse came in, put the gloves on, and then was tending to all the IVs and the tubes and things. And then her phone rang. She picked up her phone out of her pocket, was you know, swiping across it and talking on it, but put it away, and then went back to touching Cindy's mom. And she said, excuse me, you just touched your cell phone with those gloves. Please change your gloves. And the nurse was pissed. So she probably had never even thought. She probably thought, once I have these gloves on, I can touch any, anything, and it's all you're fine. She
0: didn't care.
1: But the thing is, whatever you touch is on those gloves, and you're spreading it around. They're just not touching your skin.
0: Completely, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: So the cavalier attitude of people with gloves on. I can touch anything, anywhere, and I'm fine. Yeah, but you're spreading disease everywhere with everything you touch. I see it all the time. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And its I think it's the basic thought of,
0: well, I'm okay,
1: and that's as far as I'm going to think. As long as I'm okay, that's, where, that's as far as my concern goes. <laughs> yeah. Yep,
0: I agree. That's just...
1: Yeah. But to see it in healthcare workers is particularly disturbing.
0: <laughs> that's very disturbing. Yeah. the deal is, is uh, they're the ones responsible for it not
1: getting yeah. infected. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, stir your hand in a bucket of puke and then go grab your cell phone. Yeah. Oh, suddenly you don't want to do that because you can see the filth that's on your exactly. hand.
0: <laughs> well, you said right there a cavalier attitude. So, like, yeah. oh, I got my gloves
1: on. Yeah. I'm willing to take this chance with your life.
0: Yeah, I got my blood.
1: <laughs> I will fight to the last drop of your blood.
0: Yes. That's funny,
1: though, yeah. yeah. I'm willing to take a chance
0: on your life. Yes. <laughs> no problem. Gee, swell. I'm that certain on that right.
1: Yes. I'm so positive I'm correct. I'm willing to bet your life yes. and your family's life and half the population of this town and
0: uh, um, <laughs>
1: true. <laughs> Boy, this coffee is warming me oh right God, up. That's it's awesome. Good, it? oh. It's it's cold down here. We have heaters here, but uh, when doors open and close, it gets cold again.
0: The, ca- the cappuccino here at the City Market Coffee yeah. Roasters is so good. Oh my God,
1: I've got the Americano. Little... You
0: know, whenever you take a sip of something, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you just... Your whole everything is just calm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the coffees are great. Yeah. So but that, the cappuccino has this calming effect. It just makes
1: everything calm. Oh, it's so good. That's my. I guess you would say my primary drug of choice is music.
0: Yeah.
1: And then because so. you know take I get, I get high off my ass listening like to music. Son, yeah. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. It is as high as real as it's any drug you no can no take. Rush. No, no, there isn't. I'll tell you another Especially a live performance, when they're kicking ass, it's like, oh, oh that, so good. that is better than any drug that can be manufactured anywhere. <laughs> and those few nights where the band is really clicking and I'm lucky enough to be on stage and we're, we're just kicking ass on every song and everything is going well, I can count to like maybe a handful of times in my career where we had just a kick-ass night on stage and, man, that feels like I can also
0: equate it to just sitting there in whatever room, like you have your basement, yeah, and actually learning a song well enough for it to sound good. Yeah, yeah. That's a high.
1: Yeah. What was I picking out yesterday? Oh, um, Jesse's Girl by Rick Springfield.
0: That's a fairly simple,
1: yeah. It turns uh, that, out to be a fairly simple club song, that, that, yeah. That, that, that but the first that, time I was able to play it, it all it, the way isn't through. Isn't that
0: hard to... Uh, no, the strumming up.
1: pattern's pretty basic. Yeah,
0: the strumming but it, oh, anyhow, he uses
1: a lot of the same chords over and over too So it's yeah. pretty simple But yeah, the first time I was able to play through it Completely with no mistakes It was like, I ain't so bad at this yeah. <laughs> And then you go around real musicians You're like, oh my god yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I I'm just a drummer. I'm not a real musician. Oh, so. yeah, that's right. Well, you're playing guitar now, so... <laughs> yeah, got my bass out the other day and thumped around on that. Actually, I'm, I'm a little more sure-handed on bass as far as fingering the individual notes than I am on guitar. When I'm trying to play individual notes on the guitar, I fumble a lot. But on bass, the... The thicker strings help uh, Yeah, know. the frets are much farther apart. Yeah, well, yeah, but, yeah, strings. I I could pick out... I was picking out all sorts of bass lines, no sweats. Oh, this is pretty cool. <laughs> of course, they were cool, fairly man. simple songs. I didn't put on any, like, weather report or dream theater. Or <laughs> oh,
0: why would you? We at laugh <laughs> those people. They're, that, they're very good at it. Yeah. Yeah. No, if
1: I want a fucking, uh, if I want an encyclopedia with my, uh, with my music, mm-hmm. yeah, then you put on Dream Theater.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, what was I going there, with this? Uh, oh, yeah, I was saying. One is ACDC, Malcolm Young. Oh um,
1: yeah, that's fun to play learning guitar on a lot of those songs. Or really early Alice Cooper. Those were pretty yeah, simple really songs. Really
0: early Alice Cooper was simple too. Yeah, man.
1: but uh, no, I was saying music is my primary drug of choice. But after that is coffee. Yeah, uh, I would man. Agree. It just, just even the ritual of making coffee and sitting down with it is pretty soothing. So. Yep. I, I dig, agree. I dig that filthy bean. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, I got
1: a little story here. Sure. The filthy bean. Look it up. Great
0: coffee. Very good. it on the internet and look
1: up the yeah,
0: filthy bean. Yeah.
1: Google will take you right to it. Yes, yeah. it will. If you know Google Images, you can see the restaurant the yeah, terrarium. Google, yeah.
0: So, yeah be filthy bean. Yep. Great, great coffee place. Meloxie, Mississippi. Officers responded to a complaint of an assault at a Hollywood casino in Meloxie, Mississippi. Monday night arrived to find a victim with massive facial disfigurement. Investigation determined that the suspect, Mark Curtis Wells, bit the nose off of the victim. So the, the suspect had a three name like
1: serial
0: killers. Oh, yeah. Like John Wayne Gacy or Mark David Chapman. Yeah, yeah. So Mark Davis
1: Wells. Oh, there we go. Three yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's bad news. Well, officers
0: were exactly told that good. Wells and the victim had been argued throughout the day over a golf game. Oh. To played at the
1: resort's there. course. What a ridiculous thing to argue about. Oh, I know. Of course, they're probably all <laughs> ridiculous things to argue about. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Wells was charged with felony mayhem and booked in the Hancock County uh, jail, where he paid the required ten percent of fifty thousand dollars to bond himself out. So he paid five thousand dollars to get out. Yeah. But I love the way this is worded: felony mayhem.
1: <laughs> mayhem. The in
0: the yeah, him the mayhem the guy, state guy? guy. Yeah. Hi,
1: I'm mayhem. <laughs> I guess he caused quite a commotion when he, he bit did. the guy's nose I off. Guess so. <laughs> wow, that's funny.
0: Felony mayhem. Hmm. I mean, like that. I mean, I guess it'd be kinda hard to label that. Well, what'd he do? Bit the guy's nose off? He caused mayhem. So they're like going they're going through everything. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Right, uh,
1: what would the no, misdemeanor no, uh, misdemeanor uh, would be so. consternation? Let's
0: see. Let's see. Here, <laughs> Let me go
1: to the. Uh, 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 he only caused slight worry, so we're going to let him off the hook this time. Yes. <laughs> but when it's mayhem, man! You're going to for felony. That's it right there.
0: They had to find something that was felony, that uh, felonist. <laughs> so they had to go with uh, mayhem,
1: felony mayhem. <laughs> well, I, that reminds me of a, a news story of. Uh, of oh. It, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, here. This,
0: this is cool, too. Oh, yeah. Mark Wells, 51, of Biloxi, Mississippi, initially fled the scene in his Tesla.
1: Tesla. <laughs> a golfer in a Tesla biting somebody's nose yes. off.
0: Wells turned himself in as awaiting trial and a rabies test.
1: <laughs> <laughs> rabies. Good old rabies. Oh, you know, I, I read that rabies... <clears throat> excuse me, is 99.9% fatal.
0: On people? Yes. Sure.
1: It is treatable, caught early, <laughs> excuse me, early enough.
0: But, but it's one of those deals that if it progresses too much?
1: Yeah, at a certain point, nothing you can do. Wow. Now, that's more, that kills uh, at a higher percentage than AIDS. Mm-hmm. It kills at a higher percentage than oh. Ebola Zaire. Oh, Ebola Zaire kills 90%.
0: Yeah, because uh, you bleed out everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy if you think about it. It's good like,
1: thing rabies is a lot harder to get. Yes. A 99.9% fatality rate.
0: That's ah. almost 100%. Yeah.
1: It's just like, I guess, just a few people have ever survived. Wow. Yeah. Rabies is scary shit. I guess so. Good I think it's, good it's thing. made so
0: much hotter that yeah. you really don't think of it back.
1: Well, it's a good thing possums can't get rabies.
0: Well that's probably why, you know, they have to make sure about like if a dog has if someone gets bit, mm-hmm. because if not they gotta go through those painful shots.
1: Oh yeah. I nobody got nobody wants to do that. I got bit quite a few times <laughs> during my career. Oh yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> Fortunately every dog that bit me had a valid rabies certificate Oh, that's good. Yeah. Good. So Wow. Never had to get the preventative shots, which apparently are pretty... And I believe
0: painful. that rabies is 100% fa- fatal in animals.
1: Yeah, yeah. If they get it, they die from it. Yeah. So Because it takes intense treatment in yeah. order to cure it. So. And,
0: and the intense treatment will kill it, Yeah. as well as the uh, actual uh, ailment.
1: Yeah, nasty stuff. Yep. But your mention of the uh, the trial uh, or the arrest there, I was remind, uh, saw Felony a story man. about a... Uh, A trial and conviction and sentencing that happened. Um, This was in. uh, See, I remember the town named Itzenhoa, Germany. Uh It's in Germany. Um, A 97-year-old woman was tried and convicted of uh, uh, complicity in multiple counts of murder. Guess how many counts of murder this little 97-year-old woman was responsible for? (laughs) Ten. 10,505.
0: Oh,
1: my God. Yeah. Turns out she was the stenographer and typist at the uh, was the Stutlow concentration camp near Gdansk oh. in occupied Poland. From 1943 to 1945, she did the office work at the concentration camp. During that time, 10,505 people died, so she was held... Liable or complicit in all of those murders.
0: I think I would have to agree with that yeah,
1: too. Yeah, yeah. She was sentenced to two years probation.
0: Two years probation.
1: Yeah. Now she never actually killed anybody. She never gave orders to kill anybody. She that never. Bes- she did the paperwork, and she's a 97 year old woman. Was she found guilty? So, found guilty of all counts. <laughs>
0: I don't. I didn't think it was possible to be found guilty in all those counts. To let someone off.
1: I know two years probation.
0: Yeah. How did they get that done? Don't know. Because there are set limits on everything.
1: Well, these these would be German laws, or okay, they could be they could be international laws uh, concerning the Holocaust that come yeah, into play yeah. as well.
0: It's got to be but, something something like that. That where you yeah. are like, well.
1: You know, we'll see if there's any kind of uh, controversy over the light sentence that she got. But when I, when I did the math, uh-huh. she was 18 when she started, and she was 21 when the war she stopped. Well, is there stuff we don't
0: know, like where she made
1: not do this? I doubt it. I doubt it. It was probably the kind of thing that it, it was good uh, to be seen to be cooperating with the party. Because if you weren't, then you were under suspicion. I get
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the, the
1: Nazi yeah. Germany culture was if you weren't blatantly supporting the party, you were suspect.
0: Yeah, that's right. So. so it was kind of like yeah. a mob mentality, kind of like you're going to have to go along with this. And, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Now, imagine if, say, 15 years from now, evidence is uncovered that the, that one political party or the other was rife with pedophiles and child pornography. Mm-hmm. and it totally discredits, you know, one of the two major political parties. Uh-huh. Would you go back and prosecute everybody who was a member of that political party no, or worked for like, their well, convention? Yeah.
0: What did they partake yeah. in? Yeah, okay. Yeah. But, you
1: know, that's yeah. a different situation because that would be a hidden thing, is, you know, somewhat hidden, whereas what the Nazis were doing in occupied territories during the early 40s was very much in the open. Mm-hmm. and everyone pretty much knew about it but didn't want to talk about it because it was out, it was bad taste to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So
1: I'm sure once this woman got there and saw what was going on, she knew exactly what was happening and still stayed there for 3 years and did their paperwork.
0: Oh, I'm well, sure. You
1: know, yeah. took took dictations, sent letters, filing, all that kind of stuff. And whether she had a problem with it or not, I don't know. But somebody was going to be there facilitating the paperwork so they could continue to, you know, it wasn't a death camp, it was, you know, where, where they actually They're physically exterminate, like, but it was a concentration camp where it's like, let's get them all here They're in one big holy,
0: room. Yeah, the
1: and the idea was to make it so deplorable that they would just naturally all start dying of accelerated natural causes, so she knew what was going on, she knew these people were being allowed to die and stayed working there. Um, So I could see definitely her having some complicity in the deaths of all those people because she could have left and blown the whistle. You know, stolen documents, gotten herself to England or America and say, you know, look what the Nazis are doing. Yeah, Yeah. because in 43, most people didn't know uh, worldwide exactly what was going on in the occupied territories of Europe. Uh, The wholesale murder of undesirable people. Uh, what was it, 11 million in all died, million, 5 yeah. million of them Jews. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that's another secret, too, is, is that there was all kinds of uh, mm-hmm. uh, nationalities and creeds that were built yeah.
1: along with the Jews, yeah.
0: but the focus was on the
1: Jews. Yeah, yeah Jews were the big... Uh, the big nemesis. Yeah, they're like, the ones we got to get rid of intellectuals, extremity. liberals, uh, homosexuals, artists. I mean, all of them were lumped and together as undesirable. Anybody that
0: be perceived to be in their way.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, and another fact, this is the last downer I'm going to have. I'm, I apologize for bringing down. Yeah, but, it's all right. Um,
0: we got to have moments like this. Yeah, it makes our funny funner. Yeah.
1: Here's something they won't teach you in school. Maybe, um,
0: allegedly.
1: Of all the male babies born in the Soviet Union in the year 1923, 90% of them died in World War II. Wow. 90% of all the I boy babies born in like that, that year. Wow. It's insane. Yeah, it but that was Stalin's uh, method of fighting the war, is I've got tons of land so I can do a slow retreat. I've got tons of population. I can just throw bodies at the German fire and, and and slow them down with piles of dead Russians. That's how he operated the
0: war. That was how he operated
1: the war. Stalin was not a nice guy. No. No. Nope. The
0: only thing was he was against other not nice guys.
1: Yeah. Don't forget, Stalin made the deal with Hitler before the war started, and he was going to help him carve up Poland and the rest of uh, Europe. Yeah. And then Germany, uh, Adolf Hitler stabbed it in the back and broke the deal. And even as the planes and tanks and bombers were rolling into Soviet Union, their uh, their foreign minister Molotov was saying, "Really? Do we really deserve this? You you didn't didn't give us any warning at all. You just turn on us like this. You know, falling out among falling out among thieves." (laughs) Yep. I like it that the uh, the friend the uh, Soviet foreign minister his name was Molotov and that's Molotov. where the term Molotov oh, cocktail. cocktail came from Uh-huh yeah. you stick a rag in a bottle of gasoline and fucking blow something <laughs> up big yep. Cuz old Molotov there during the Russian revolution uh about 100 years ago he was uh, uh, they named those after him because he was such a fiery fighter. <laughs>
0: wow. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. Yeah,
1: that's where the Molotov cocktail comes from. Wow. The Soviet foreign minister. He's either the ambassador or the foreign minister. I think he was foreign minister. Yeah. Ambassadors have very little power.
0: Foreign minister sounds about like,
1: yeah. Ambassadors are there to look good and speak the kind words and, and be the public persona, but the foreign minister is what is who controls a lot of the policy, so yeah. I think Molotov was foreign minister. That
0: sounds about Yeah, that
1: yeah. sounds right. So, last bummer thing that I'm going to talk about. Okay, well, here I go. <laughs> i got
0: a little one here. It's, uh, Sandals born uh, by Steve Jobs in the early days of Apple sold for more than $218,750 at an auction in New York City. Oh, oh my gosh.
1: Wow. See, that's something that I would not consider to be have any value whatsoever. I know. If I saw them at a swap meet and Steve Jobs himself came back from the dead to authenticate them, I still wouldn't give crap. I'd be like,
0: that's cool. I'm give me someone <laughs> the good <gives> you. Shit.
1: <laughs> but, you know, the cult of Apple is strong.
0: Well, so there are, are people are that worship
1: you? Apple. And, uh, yeah, I can see somebody spending, what, about a quarter of a million dollars? Yeah, I hope.
0: Because they got it wrong, and they're actually Bill
1: Gates' sandals. Or Steve Wozniak. Or Steve
0: Wozniak, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Wozniak yeah. Even or the better.
1: third guy who was bought out early for 800 yeah. bucks.
0: <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I hope they're Elon Musk's
1: sandals. <laughs> oh, yeah, I see if the sandals are maybe a little musky. <laughs>
0: yeah, but no, they'd probably be so pissed off, the, the apple snob. <laughs>
1: you know, if they could put a, a pair of sandals worn by Jesus while he was delivering the Sermon on the Mount. And people would probably pay for Steve Jobs sandals more. Yes, they probably pay more for Steve Jobs sandals. They're yes. like Jesus, who?
0: <laughs> oh, is that my gardener, Jesus? Yeah. <laughs> so, in oh, case you're wondering why the world has gone to hell, the answer is yes. Yeah. No, with the dousing of lighter fluid. Yep, the, human, the human way. Uh, the human race went Amtrak. Yeah. God. <laughs> By the way, the winning bidder did not want their name revealed. I think we all Due know Due to embarrassment, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: They're probably going to masturbate on them or something. Oh,
0: that. that's already done.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're probably covered with DNA at this oh, very they moment. Oh,
0: they've the fuck
1: out of them. <laughs> <So>, Nasty. <yep.
0: laughs>
1: well, uh, a movie that's just come out is the sequel to Avatar. Um, there's one actress who was in it who recently said that she filmed her part so long ago that she thought the movie had already come out and flopped because she'd never heard of it. Yeah. And she's like, what? It's just now coming out? So <laughs> well, <laughs> See, the live-action shots were filmed, like, three four years ago. <laughs> Number one, whenever you wait that long for a movie,
0: people lose interest because we're not a society designed to wait. Yeah. Everything is instant gratification now, now, now. Yeah. So they got they got to watch when they actually announce something to when it actually comes out because if they do it too early,
1: it doesn't pan out well for them.
0: Yeah, um, I, I've got a great example musically. Yeah, Guns N' Roses.
1: I was going to bring them up. Yep.
0: Yep, they waited for the uh, Chinese Democracy. Yes, yeah, they was waited a... so long. There was great songs. Five on there,
1: years, six years, no, longer
0: it's so long that you could hear different parts of it and the music that was influenced at the time.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, you hear, like, you went through, like, seven guitarists. No. um, I don't know how many bassists and all that. This is when they were not together I'm, I'm speaking as in Slash Duck McKagan Excuse me Yeah And then whoever The other guitarist was And uh, I don't even think it's Matt Sorum anymore And it's definitely Not
1: Steve uh, Steve Nadler But anyhow Matt Sorum has said his, his favorite go-to band That he will always Consider himself A member of Is The Cult
0: The Cult Yeah, yeah. I And mean, that's I, I loved his work
1: With The Cult Oh too. yeah He
0: was so good He was good in Guns N' Roses too But Yeah
1: We're not talking Blue Oyster Cult This is a band called The Cult Yeah and that's it. Just think cold. Yeah. Awesome um, band. Fire Woman. Oh yeah. Sweet Soul Sister. Uh huh. Uh, God, let's see. That one about Edie. Edie, yeah. Um, was that the title, Edie? Edie was the title. Yeah. It
0: was a uh, uh, kind of a ballad.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Um,
0: Sweet Soul Sister. Yeah. Uh, song. Uh, and then their younger stuff. Uh, let's see. Da 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 da. da. Yeah.
1: I can't think. Oh well. Anyway, so yeah, um, Guns N' Roses waited all that time to put out that album. Yeah. Uh, Boston was another one.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they put out the first one, and then the second one was like two years, and that oh, yeah. was back when and people the were. The last young.
0: one was ten years because yeah. they they all had other careers, but the most.
1: And they're fighting was, with the record company. The and record their, yeah. company, and
0: they didn't need their money, so yeah. they all just got together and said, "We're we're gonna." Release a third sit album. Can. Yeah. yeah. We we already got it written, it's already done. Yeah. But we're gonna wait till right before the record company expires. Yeah. And we're gonna fulfill our third album. But other than that, fuck them. Yeah. But it didn't go out. It was a great album just like Guns N' Roses Chinese Democracy yeah. was. But they waited too long.
1: I remember, you know, when when there was two years between the albums one and two, that was when people were used to getting a new album every six to nine months. Yes. That was how often people used to put out rock and roll albums. So waiting two years for the new Boston album was a stretch, but it still sounded really good and everyone loved it. But then when you waited another 10 years for the third album, I Nobody remember the really pre- Yeah, the prevailing feeling was, well, it's a good album, album and I would have really liked it 10 years ago. Yeah, but now the music landscape yeah. has changed. It just sound, it sounded like a 10-year-old album when it came out. These yeah. are brand-new songs that and no one had heard record, before, but FM it sounded records. like an old album.
0: Uh, <coughs> FM Record Play didn't save it either.
1: No, I think because Amanda it, was a, a Amanda single. Amanda was a big hit. Yeah. Yeah. But and
0: it didn't help that it was a ballad. Their big hit was yeah. a ballad either.
1: Yeah, and then... Uh,
0: By this time, you had glam rock and sleaze rock running rampant in America. Yeah. And here's this, oh, Freedom Rock? Oh, no, no, no. They hadn't... The, the Freedom Rock crowd had not figured out to break into the glam metal rock scene mm-hmm. like Aerosmith did. They haven't figured it out yet. Alice Cooper or stuff. So, you know yeah. Ozzy. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, what it is is they didn't know that they could jump into that scene if they did certain things. You know, they had to be flashy, they had to, uh, um, you know, they had to write certain types of songs. Yeah,
1: certain stage persona, you don't want to be moody or glum or bubblegum. You You had to be, you know, rock and roll had to have a swagger. But
0: here come Boston when it's like, we play our instruments very well
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and listen to that acoustic. Uh, that aligns that electric guitar that aligns with my harmonies. Yeah, the people are like, no, no, no. We want to hear a song about your dick. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tom Scholz was all excited about his, you know, how perfect it sounded in the studio. But people don't go to the concert to hear the studio album. People want to they hear, go the there hear the live album.
0: This is before people. Yeah. Uh, there were voice tracking and all that. Yeah, because people wanted to hear the mess ups. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they don't. Change the lyrics a little bit, you know, maybe do a a solo that's about a minute longer. But anymore, the the whole show was so heavily structured and organized Mm -hmm. and pre-programmed, you know, the lighting.
0: The the, the the the
1: musicians on the stage really can't vary from their uh, uh, set list or... Uh, performance because the song's got to start here and end there, or the lights aren't synchronized anymore. Yeah. So the ability to improvise on stage is compromised mm-hmm. severely in a situation like that. Yeah. Another so. example of waiting too long, let me jump. jump no, that's um, okay. <clears throat> many years ago, a, a game came out called uh, Doom, mm-hmm. and uh, the creators of it... Uh, Suddenly became very wealthy, and then they decided they didn't want to work together anymore, so they split apart. And the one guy, I forget his name, but he was uh, very full of himself, and he said, "Well, I'm going to come out with this new fighting game, and it's going to be just the most amazing thing anyone's ever seen, to blow everyone away." And it's called Dead Katana. Uh-huh. and he worked on that thing for more than ten years, he kept me you know, writing it, scrapping it, writing it, scrapping it he write it again, technology changed, scrap it, write it again. When it finally came out, nobody gave a damn, and it was a really awful game. It's like, if he had come out with it like six months after you know the original team broke up, it would have sold based on his name and reputation. Yes. But as it was, it was just an embarrassment. I think the guy's name was Romero, his last name.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I remember John, a bit Romero, about that. John Romero, Mike Romero, something Mike
1: like that. Something. Yeah, but he he I screwed the pooch. Mike. I think
0: it's Mike Romero. Yeah, screwed
1: yeah. the pooch big time because yep. he just kept waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, waiting until nobody well, gave he, a shit anymore. He was the
0: only one that thought
1: he was
0: cool. <laughs> yeah, everyone else thought he was a douchebag. So. Yeah,
1: and not a good one like us. No, can you believe we got here off of starting to talk about the movie Avatar?
0: Oh shit! We did never yeah. really get into that.
1: Yeah, we? so because we started talking about waiting too long for the next one. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard that you don't have to wait. You aren't going to have to wait too long for the next avatars because he's already been filming them and he just has to keep doing the computer
0: okay.
1: rendering, etc. So avatars three, four, and five. So that's are, the plan. They yeah. took a long, longer
0: on this one, but they now they, like they can crank
1: them out cranking. pretty fast. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> but uh, apparently. Disney's not real happy with the way Avatar is performing in, in the box office. Um, it's doing so poorly in China that Disney stocks have dropped 5%.
0: That's quite a bit if you think about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and they're currently at their lowest point since 1974. Oh. So, I mean, you think of an enormous country company like Disney, 5% of their worth is a shit ton of money. <laughs>
0: Is. That's how much they've lost because Avatar
1: didn't do as well as they thought it was going to do let in me put China.
0: This, <laughs> put this into perspective. If you think Disney stock has worked that much and they're ascending, I'd buy some right now.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hear but, hear the sound of fools and their money being yeah. parted. <laughs> I wouldn't. I think
0: yeah. they're on their way down. I don't think they're yeah. on their way up. I yeah.
1: don't think
0: they have that much more to offer. And I think if the company has yeah. been uh, enough of. Uh, of a questionable, a lot of different sources. They people. have
1: questionable past. They have questionable past policies. They
0: have a lot um, of questionable things. I think they're on their way down. I don't yeah. think they're on their way up. But yeah. if, if people think if they're going to keep ball in harp then maybe you should buy it. You
1: know, if the NFL were a publicly traded company, I wouldn't be stopped buying stock in that either. No, I wouldn't either. No. The real money anymore in the NFL is through fantasy football sites and, and sports books, betting books. Yes. You're making money off the periphery of it. Don't tie your fortunes to the big whale that can be, you know, killed and sunk. Yeah. Tie your fortunes to feeding off the scraps and the bits all around the edges. That's where the money's to be made. You never take a risk on the big thing going down. You know, you won't get it on the on the way up either, but there's always tons of money to be made on the periphery of something oh, periphery, like Bitcoin yeah. or the NFL. Or you know,
0: basically, you want to jump on and jump off.
1: Yeah, you don't want to ride. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't invest too much, so you can bail as soon as the time is right. So. Yeah. yeah. But I, it, it, this thing with Avatar brings up the, the realization that a lot of the stuff that we think is for hum- for American consumption uh-huh. is actually for worldwide consumption. That's right. Because Avatar could do great in the U.S and do shit elsewhere, and it would be a failure. Well, even it, if Americans made it a monster success, that's not enough. Yeah. It's not enough.
0: And to put it even simpler terms is, you buy ketchup in America, it's all sugared up. Mm-hmm. You buy it overseas, specifically in Europe, and it's tomatoes. Yeah. Smashed tomatoes. Yep. So, why is that? <clears throat> well, we like our stuff sugared up and processed,
1: Yeah, and we don't. You can you can go to a McDonald's in a number of countries around the world and order beer. Mm-hmm. Not in, in America. In America, they want to be family friendly. Yes. Around the world, rest of the world, in a lot of places, serving beer is still family friendly. A lot of
0: other places are not that hung up on alcohol.
1: Yeah. You know? So when you think about it, it's like oh, McDonald's loves it so much they won't sell beer. Well, yes, they will, but just not here. But, yeah. Not for was,
0: Americans. Yeah. Thing is, is they did the risk factors, they're like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. In America, that's not going to work, but in Sweden,
1: yeah, sell away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a, an example that's closer to home is uh, when we're watching a Chiefs football game, and the mm-hmm. Chiefs sack the opposing quarterback, then we all get buy one get one free Big Macs the next day. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> the and we thing did, is, I partaken. I haven't this yeah. year, but
0: we got one. We got one sack on that last yeah. uh, game. So Frank Clark got one. So no yeah. one got
1: their BOGO. But uh, the thing is, when the Texans sacked Mahomes, it was buy one, okay. get one Big Macs in Houston. Oh, then they got a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> so you think about it, it's like, oh, cool. When the Chiefs sack the other quarterback, we get to buy that. Well, it works for every other team, too. And McDonald's is celebrating when Mahomes gets sacked just as much as they are when anyone else gets sacked. Bills, was that his name? Yeah.
0: The guy they made look like a superstar? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you yeah, know, we're feeling good about ourselves, like, oh, McDonald's is on our side. No, they're not. They're exactly. playing every side. They're like the arms dealer that's supplying every side in the conflict. Because well, that's where the money is. The money isn't in going to war. The money is in supplying the people who are going to war. <laughs> and,
0: and all the football teams that they're, like, on, you know, sponsoring or flying time yeah, you go like you said. You go to Houston and it's like Texans and Big
1: Macs. Yeah, you, know, you
0: go to Kansas City, it's like Chiefs and Big Macs.
1: Yeah, like Price Chopper here. Oh, we love the Chiefs. We sponsor the Chiefs. Price Chopper in Dallas. Oh, we love the Cowboys. The Cowboys yeah. forever. It's just you know pandering to the local market. You you got to remember that they really aren't on your side. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, have you seen Hyvee's new subscription service? No, uh, I haven't. It's normally ninety nine dollars. They're trying to almost uh, get to the realm of the uh, Costco, Sam's Club. Oh wow! Ninety nine dollars subscription service right now mm-hmm. is like twenty nine bucks. They're on special to get people to join, uh-huh. but it's like priority, uh, priority um, pickup. Like if you pull up there. Oh my go. God!
1: They can cut in line in front of us, peasants. Yes.
0: yes. Like, oh, are they
1: gonna let them cut in front of us at the checkout counters too? Or are they I'm gonna to close They're gonna to like, close certain Williams, checkout lines except our, our for the
0: uh, facial recognition uh, says that you're a uh, premium member. Come over here. Uh-huh. No, not you. You're not one. You're not one. No, you gotta stay over there the long line.
1: They'll have special checkout lines just for members. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna have a second class status at Hy-Vee well, you know, unless at least, we pay them rent. At
0: least part of the cruise <laughs> ship, you gotta earn it by buying so many cruises. You can't just wow. like, go up there you know and buy me.
1: your way in just, yeah, yeah here I'm gonna throw money at you so I can get special treatment yeah man well that's another really really good way to get rich is by offering special treatment to people who want to feel special well,
0: you'll I guess always it's been going make on money if you do that because now they're just now really starting to hit it hard by offering it at a special so evidently they didn't really have the word out very well before mm-hmm. but I guess it's been going on a
1: while. So Hy-Vee is selling memberships, and if you don't buy one, then other people will be cutting in line in front of you. Yes. That's To me, that's a good reason never to go to Hy-Vee anymore. Me too. Yeah.
0: And this is, if I understood it correctly, the way it sounded. Yeah. So, you know, there is a disclaimer here. This is what I think might be going on. We don't know for sure, but it sure would look like that.
1: Yeah. So. At least in the pickup line, they're allowed to cut in front of you mm-hmm. because they've paid extra.
0: Are you okay like, with that?
1: No. no, no, no. <laughs> I'm not okay I with think, that.
0: I think it's, it was something like expedited ticket.
1: Yeah. Well, see, we're all equal under the law, but we're not all equal under the dollar sign. No,
0: that's right.
1: So the more money you have, the more perks, the more benefits, the more goodies you get. As far as the legal system goes, you're, we're all supposed to be the same. But under the capitalist system, the richer you are, the more royalty you are. Mm-hmm. And there is there is a we you know Americans can sometimes complain about the caste system and like India, the untouchables that does you know, these are lower caste and these people are the good people and America's got that too, and it's all it's not based on family or your last name, it's based on how wealthy you are. It's based
0: hundred uh-huh. percent on monetary.
1: Yeah. Think about it, it's even like um it used to be that people would lie about their occupation in order to get better treatment at, like, a hospital or a doctor's yes. office. Yeah. No reason to do that except people respect money.
0: Well, that's one of the first things anyone throws at you and meets mm-hmm. you. So, what do you do? Why do they need to know that?
1: So they can judge you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh,
1: I uh, I I scrape up uh, bubble gum off the bottom of seats in movie theaters. They're going to think you're trash. Uh Like
0: an Uneducated vermin. Yeah.
1: yeah." Or you say, well, I recycle, you know, urban waste into greenhouses, and then all of a sudden, everyone wants to kiss your feet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, well, yeah, there's status in how much you make, and status in your perceived as doing the popular in thing,
0: too, Mm -hmm.
1: Um, like influencers. Yeah. You know, that was perceived to be uh, something to aspire to and something great. It's like, so if you told people, yeah, I made $3 million last year with my YouTube videos and influencing this and that, for a while people were like, oh, you're so cool. And now now it's it's like,
0: oh, you're a fucking scum.
1: Yeah, now it's like, you're nobody. I can do that, too. Yep, You know, they'll respect the money you Proof made. Proof
0: that anybody can podcast. Yeah, right? absolutely.
1: Yeah. They'll respect the money you made, but they won't respect you for, you know, oh, you're a celebrity or status. It's like, no, you're just somebody. I I person. can do that, too. Um, I can do just what you know did and make that money, too. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Just like hanging on the real thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, hey, barnacles are smart. They have gone to a ship, the ship sinks, the barnacles detach, and go find, and they something, go else. find <laughs> something else to yeah. This one's done, I'm going yeah. somewhere else. Don't invest your life savings in cryptocurrency. Invest your life savings in the people who are dumb enough to invest. That
0: guy just got his
1: ticket. <laughs> Oops. I
0: know, I want him to look
1: over so I can giggle. It's like, what? You mean I can't park in all these diagonal yellow lines?
0: Oh, that's so weird.
1: <laughs> but but I
0: would have had to walk an extra five feet. Oh my god, I'll just get my ticket. Yep. And, and not walk an extra five
1: feet. Surprised he's not driving a Prius or a smart park.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That that is the type of uh Yeah uh, yeah. I give
1: a penny. I'm for human rights. I get to park in the handicap spot. No, no. I'm a good person. I should get how away long, with it. How long until you can
0: just like kind of fill out a form and pay a little bit more and get a handicap spot yeah. anywhere? Else,
1: you know? Yeah, yeah. All sorts of things could be uh, if you pay enough money to get them. You know, well,
0: they'll consider find different disabilities. ways of presenting it. Yeah, they'll find different ways of presenting it, but the outcome will be if you want to pay enough,
1: you will. Yeah. Yep. Have have your lobbyist advocate for you, and they'll they'll declare they'll declare uh, claustrophobia to be uh, a handicap or disability or uh, agoraphobia, or yeah. you just don't like people, so you get to park closer so you don't have to walk past as many people. Yeah, yeah, you could say you're and afraid of people. A, you have
0: PTSD yeah. because a teacher screamed at you when you were younger or something, and then it'll be like
1: that. So. It, it's like half the stuff we do anymore. It used to be really illegal. Except people spent money to get them legalized.
0: Get them it's You're
1: still doing the exact same thing. It's just now they somebody uh, paid enough I to legalize I it.
0: I <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, they uh, determined I that it was okay. Yeah. Go to douchebagsandmicrophone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a, a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this hit stuff hit is right there for button. your ear holes and eye holes. holes, and eye holes. holes. You got it, chumps. chumps. It's all to hit yours. Two douchebags and microphone.net is up and running. hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Hey! Where'd they go? Where are the douchebags? Hmm. Hey. Oh my god, someone took a dump in the corner. Oh jeez. i glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells.